are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. Tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast, once again, we'll be talking about a possible S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. The rebuilding of Braun Strowman. Uh, who the hell is Sister Abigail? And we'll be giving you our Hell in the Cell predictions tonight on the Band from Ringside Podcast. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. So welcome to the band from Ringside Podcast. I am your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. your kayfabe in Toyland. And to <laughs> my right, as always, we have two beers, Zach Pullman. What's going on, Zach? Wait, where the hell is Zach? Oh, Zach's not here tonight. Zach is with his family celebrating his son's birthday. And we want to say happy Happy birthday birthday. to Dexter Pullman. Uh, But to what would be Zach's right, as always, we have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? It's all good. Uh, all this we're doing quick shout outs. Quick shout out to my my general manager Chris. He had his twin sons yesterday. Uh, his wife Becky. Twins, huh? Twins, yeah. The first and uh, I guess his first set of kids. His first kids. Period. First so they're yeah. Kids. His first. Imagine if your first set are twins. <laughs> I like how you say first set of kids. Like well, he's I mean, gonna have another set sometime later on down I, the road. Hey, look, I'm sure she wants to have more. He's saying no, so we'll see what happens. But quick shout out to Chris and Becky. Congratulations. I'm hoping everything is going well. Congratulations. We're coming at you from beautiful Shock City Studios in St. Louis, Missouri. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, we're going to get right into it. We got yep. Hell in a Cell predictions. We got all sorts of stuff. But before we do, we'd like to uh, let you know that tonight's episode is brought to you by Soul Taco, which is delicious. <laughs> Korean Mexican fusion food. Uh, they have two food trucks that go around St. Louis at all times. They're hitting all the food truck Friday spots. They hit up a bunch of. Is there one coming up this week? A food truck Friday? I don't know. It's tough to keep track, but you'll be able to find Soul Taco. Trust me, you can follow them on Instagram. You can follow them on Twitter. You can follow them on Facebook. They are everywhere. They also have brick and mortar places in the U City Loop, Check. right by where JCB lives. Uh, they got a distance, place baby. in Columbia, Missouri. They got a place in Champaign, Illinois, and Chicago, Illinois. And now a new one out there in Chesterfield, Missouri, also. Check so that. If you like, we should do a road trip. Yeah, we can do an episode. A, a road trip. All we got to do is bring Engineer Rich with us. Yeah. Out to Soul Taco. We got the equipment. We can make this happen. Yeah, we can eat a bunch of delicious <laughs> burrito tacos. <and laughs> okay, let's, let's get back on track. <laughs> but yeah, Soul Taco, they are a friend of the show. They're a sponsor of the show. So if you like fast, casual food, check out Soul Taco. And uh, I guess without further ado. Let's get into it. We're going to get straight into our three count. <laughs> JCB, I'll let you take over. What's the one count tonight? Um, I, I guess one count it has to be the Shield. Um, it's not even a probable reunion. It's, it's getting ready to happen. It's just the Shield now, reunion is getting ready to happen. Yeah. It's now the matter of how we get this done and how you want to do it. Um, I guess we go two parts on this. Part one being Braun and Seth Rollins to start off Monday Night Raw. Decent match. Nothing great. Uh, go ahead. I thought it, I thought it was a really great match. I actually really enjoyed it, and it shows how good Braun can be with a guy that bumps around for him, as, okay. a, as opposed to a Roman Reigns or, or Brock Lesnar. Or a Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I mean, we've been watching Braun fight 
Roman for a long time. Yeah, and they're good matches. There's no question about yeah, that. Yeah, they are. I think Braun's biggest visual strength is to be able to throw guys around, kind of ragdoll guys around. He did it with Roman. Obviously, he can do it with Seth, Dean Ambrose. They didn't give that... Well, I guess they gave it to a certain degree with... Uh, even with Brock Lesnar, even though you know he ends up losing that match, I just think visually it's it's more believable, quote unquote, to see him just slaying Seth Rollins around or slaying Dean Ambrose around. Brock was kind of like the stretch; it was the litmus test to see right. if the WWE universe would be able to buy into it. And obviously, I shouldn't say obviously, for the most part, I think we believed in in it just in the simple fact of how we reacted when it took the one F5 from Brock after two or three power slams and all the other damage that uh, Braun did before that title match. Just getting back to the point. Anyway, long story short, we're going to have a Shield reunion after uh, Miz and... Since the bar, I guess, takes down uh, Roman Reigns. You see Roman Reigns in the back. Everybody's kind of cheering or whatever. Here comes Dean Ambrose from one side. You get this big pop. Here comes, you know, Seth Rollins from the other side. Another huge pop. So we're kind of waiting for the, you know, official fist bump, you know, to acknowledge the fact that the Shield is as a unit again. And we didn't get it, which is good. I think the slow, even though we know it's going to happen, we need that you know, that signature moment, whatever it is between now and TLC, because obviously that TLC posters come out. So we know it's going to happen. We know it's going to happen. They, they wouldn't have had the Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro put their fists together in the middle of the ring, unless there was a shield reunion happening. Obviously. And they kind of retrofitted it because they had uh Roman call out Sheamus and Cesaro in his promo before his mm-hmm. intercontinental match with right. the Miz. Um, I guess the only thing it's it's happening. Yeah, that's that's a done deal. Done deal. It's happening. Um, I guess the only thing that kind of uh, weirds me out, or kind of like I'm kind of down on, is that the Miz and Sheamus and Cesaro are that's a thrown together uh, triple threat. Are not triple threat, but it's a thrown together threesome right. for lack of. No, this, is, this is where Zach. This is where Zach would have a joke right here. We miss you, Zach. But that's a thrown together. Yeah, for sure. It's three a, guys. It, yeah, it's a tandem that it is. I was kind of hoping that it would be the Miz Taraj, so that way, even though in either scenario, I think they're going to lose regardless. It now elevates um, Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas. Versus guys that are already established in Cesaro and Sheamus. So you were hoping it would be the Miz Taraj. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm glad it's not the Miz Taraj. And I understand why. And I told you, the better match is the Bar and Miz versus the Shield. For me, I'm always, and I'm, I harp on it until the day I die, it's about building stars. You wouldn't yes. put these guys yeah. together yeah. if you if you're not going to elevate them. This is the chance to elevate them. So and let, you're not going to do it. Let me offer you an alternative that's in between what I'm saying and what okay. you're saying. What about because I expected it to be a bigger angle. What about if it was the Shield versus Balor, Gallows, and Anderson? If it, if they reunite, let's have Balor and the Good Brothers right. reunite as the Bullet Club, right. or and they'd be called well, something the, the, the Balor Club. The Balor Club, yeah. Then you have the Shield versus the Balor Club. Now that's a pretty big angle. It would be huge, but here's the two problems with it. Problem one is Finn has openly said he doesn't want to do it, so I guess that would be 
Okay, if Vince wanted to make this happen, he can make it happen. He can force Finn to do it. He can force the Good Brothers to do it. But number two, I think it's the kind of the way it's still booking at the end of the day. And we haven't booked the good the good fellas, <laughs> Gallus and Anderson are as booked as well as Axel and Bo Dallas. They're, nah, they're better than that. No, they're supporting cast guys. I mean, just because they won the title, the tag titles. But they're an actual mean, tag team. Dallas and Axel have never been an actual tag team. Doesn't mean that it can't happen. I mean, we can make this work. Oh, I agree. You, I agree with that completely. You could make it work. Just for whatever reason. They haven't been a tag team, and especially when your tag team division isn't that great on either side to begin with. Why not? You know, have throw them in a tag team match. I mean, what the fuck? You you don't have the revival. You don't have the Hardy Boys. I mean, you got a set tag team him, right there. Call them the Misturage. Whatever. I don't care what yeah. you call them, but you got a tag team right there that can take the place of Cesaro and Sheamus. Because I mean, as much as great as those matches have been, and as great as the New Day Usos matches have been, at some point we have to move on. And you have to have somebody in tow ready to go. You got the Miz right there. Why not do it? So what happens if you put the shield together going into WrestleMania season? Mm. And what happens to all three of those guys? I mean, because it well, kind of, I mean, it kind of seems thrown together unless there's a bigger plan going forward the for these three guys. The ultimate plan is to put Roman over in the fans of the universe. Roman has his match set. Okay. It's him and Brock Lesnar for the title. Now, however, you know, if you want to put Ambrose and Rollins into that mix, so be it. That's your business. I would assume Vince won't, doesn't want to do that because his ultimate goal is to have Roman Reigns as a over baby big time face. over baby face. Yeah. And baby faces don't do that. Guys stay in the back. This is my fight. Let me do my thing. So, I don't think you can say if they're the shield at WrestleMania, they won't be the shield when it comes down to Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind if they're together as a group. I mean, they don't always have to fight together. As right. long, I mean, they just have to be a faction backstage. Like I've I've said about the New Day for a long time. Like right. you can have two of them be tag titles or two of them be a tag team and have Big E have the U.S. US title title or whatever. No, I agree with that. that. I agree. Hopefully that's where it doesn't seem the way that doesn't seem to be the way that WWE does stuff these days, though. It it makes too much sense. It's kind of four horsemen ish where Ric Flair was the the kingpin and you had whatever three other guys in any form would basically put their ego aside, put their personal beliefs aside to go f- for Ric Flair holding up the, the championship, make sure that he's the man, everything else be damned. I don't know if you can have that with this incarnation of the Shield after the fact. They've all been main event guys. They've all been, you know, a world champion of some form or fashion. Yeah. You know, you... You yeah, would they've think, all been they've all been world champions. Yeah, you would think that at some point an ego would kind of you know disrupt the harmony. Have any of them held the universal? Uh, Seth Rollins. Didn't they create the? No, Finn Balor was the first universal champion. Okay, take that back. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I don't um, think any of them. None. I think the only universal champions there have been have been. Owens, Goldberg, and Lesnar. Finn Balor. He had to give uh, it up. Well, Finn Balor, Owens, Goldberg, Goldberg Lesnar. Yeah, you're right. Yep. That sounds right. So but that well, sounds to me like a triple threat match for <laughs> WrestleMania, guys. <laughs> well, not, okay. All three of them for the Universal Championship. No, we don't want to do that. I mean, 
Vince is this match is set in stone. So let's just let's not fantasy book that. I guess where we go with the Shield is the ultimate question. Honestly, like I said, to me, it's it's three things. It's number one for the week to week, we put butts in the seats. For number two, we want to get up the WWE subscribership so you have a you know an opportunity to see the Shield if you didn't see them before. And number three, ultimately, is to get Roman Reigns over in the eyes of the fans. All right, that's good enough for me. Um, it just seems. Too early to me to be putting them back together. No, I agree. They probably they broke them up too early. They got them back too early. I agree. Uh, see, this is so nice when Zach's not here. It's <laughs> nah, me and you getting along this the ain't entire going time. <laughs> and that'll bring us to our two count. Um, I guess we said our two count was going to be the. I guess they're going back to Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor. By the way, everybody, we're saving our SmackDown stuff for the predictions, so yeah. it's going to be a raw heavy uh, three count. But um, we're going to uh, Bray White and Finn Balor for a third time Probably after Finn be. Balor has won the first two. It doesn't matter. I mean, ultimately, Finn Balor is going to get the push. But I guess the question is, who is Sister Abigail? Uh, Sister, I, I see. Are, are they going to do it? If they're going to do it, who is Sister Abigail? I've heard two things. I mean, there's mm-hmm. been some gal from NXT who's been alluding on NXT. Uh, or, wait, did I say NXT? Yeah. Some gal from NXT who's been alluding Sage on Bennett? Twitter. Or, I'm Sage, sorry, Sage Beckett. Sage Beckett, who's been alluding that she's Sister Abigail. Right. What I would rather have okay. is Bray Wyatt come out in total drag. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are you serious right like, now? Like a psycho, You're like the, like a the Norman, fourth or fifth person that said that. Really? Like yeah. a Norman Bates type thing. I mean... Wouldn't that be so? Let's just go all the way. Okay, I mean, so, if you're gonna get weird with Bray Wyatt, let's get fucking weird. Okay, okay so let's have him go and drag. Okay, so let's say he comes out and drag and he beats Finn Bauer. Do you know how much shit you're gonna hear for the fact that now you have a drag Bray Wyatt better, better, better booked than just Bray Wyatt himself? I mean, come on, seriously, this is ridiculous. That is gender equality. Look, I'm all for the ladies, okay? <laughs> By all means, let's not misunderstand. I'm all about gender equality. But don't we see the bigger picture? This does, in my mind, it does more to hurt Bray by having him dress as Sister Abigail or be Sister Abigail honestly, or whatever the I case may be. I honestly don't know how much they could hurt him anymore. This... He's already think, lost twice. How can you can't have a rubber match if you've already I agree, lost twice? I agree with that. Now it's stupid that they're going back to it. Okay, so why not just have have it be a panties match? It's TLC. <laughs> they all got to have gimmick. <laughs> no, it's it's Sister Abigail dressing in drag versus Finn Balor that has no no idea what to do with this. I mean, this is it. All goes back. It's booking. It's booking. It's booking, and I'm. I miss Kurt Stallion to my right over here because he would probably look at me sideways and want to spear me for Kurt saying Stallion. it. Stallion, thanks for showing up last week, brother. He would probably st- you know want to spear me for me even saying this, but this is why I say that the the wins and losses make difference because now we're at this point where are we really seriously going to bring Bray Wyatt out well in drag? <laughs> and have him go over Finn Balor. I, I love that we're talking about it. I think it's. Uh, I think what Kurt Stallion. I, I can't speak for him, but I think he was talking about something different. Um, when you're talking about a character, a character that's in front of the same audience for five straight years, 
and just always loses, always loses, always loses. I mean, he's never won a big match. He won one big match against John Cena, and they had to bring out a ghost kid. No, 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 no. In the cage. Say he, nope, come on now. Don't disrespect Bray Wyatt like that. It he was had a ghost to, kid. Okay, but he had to um, to pin Cena and uh, AJ to win the uh, the title in the elimination chamber. So we yes, can't just that's true. He okay. did win one. Big, Granted, he also won Survivor Series. Okay, so with we, Orton. Okay, so we can't just say that's two wins in five years. I'm not disagreeing with you. And when they bill. put the belt on them, they took it right, right off. off. Okay. And by the way, didn't Randy Orton kill Sister <laughs> Abigail when he burnt <laughs> down, down the, the house? house? Thank you. That's my whole point. I know WWE has its own logic, and you do what you want to do. But I mean, let's not sit here and you know, disrespect the fans, make us feel stupid. Let's, you know, granted, I can't remember what I did yesterday, but I do remember that Randy Orton burnt down the house that has Sister Abigail in it. So because oh, it was so lame. It, <laughs> it was so that, lame. And that led to the house. house of Horrors, which is another bad move by Jesus WWE Christ. creative. Oh so my God. It was ultimately, bad. like and I the said, other night when they had the zombie, what the zombie filter. Okay. That was they, cool. That was cool. I, I, no, for, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was cool. It was for visual effect. It you was still cool. go trick or treating? No, I don't go trick or treating. But I mean, goddamn, but you know, just for the the, the five six. Yeah, hell no, shit. They, <laughs> there's a Negro out front with a bag. He looks kind of old to be trick. He drives me to my podcast, everybody. It's okay. He drives me to my podcast. <laughs> no, just saying. The only thing. Two parts, and I'll I'll kick it back to you. Part number one, it goes back to booking. Like I've always said, Bray has been booked poorly ever since he probably lost to, I'm going to just say Undertaker at WrestleMania in New Orleans. Number two, just going on Sister Abigail. Is there a Sister Abigail? There's a lot of rumors going out that Paige is going to be the new Sister Abigail. They're going to move her to Smack or move her to Raw because she was drafted to Raw, and now she's going to play Sister Abigail. Your thoughts, please. I was just trying to come up with a joke about Paige with Xavier Woods and Brad Maddox. I, that's fine. I mean, I guess like let's go. Let's go hanging fruit. Come on, I, out. I'm, you're better than that. I said I was thinking about making the joke. I didn't make the joke. You're better than that. Come I mean on. if it's I mean if it's fucking Paige, that's fine. I mean like it, it's that would be less interesting to me. You know what would make me interested? Go ahead. If Bray Wyatt came out and drag. That would be interesting to me. Then all of a sudden I'd be in on the angle. What I mean, you're gonna bring out Sister Abigail and what's she gonna do? Fight Finn? <laughs> Is she going to be like this special, well, well, like a video game thing where like you enact Paige so she can do Bray's finisher? Well, no, but you, you have her, you know, give him that little added influence when like, you know, Finn's on the top getting ready to do the coup de gras, whatever, you, you know, the lights come down. Here comes, you know, Sister Abigail. You put the spotlight on her. You have like, a, you know, a cool little entrance to it and you finish it like that. I don't know. I mean, look, I mean, we, there's not a lot. Of options with Bray Wyatt. I mean, I know, and you you don't like Bray Wyatt. And that's, no, I, I mean, do like Bray Wyatt. I just don't like the way he's been booked. Yeah, and you've said that for a long time. I'm trying to give you an out here no. for that <laughs> terrible little sequence where you just tried to name a bunch of shit that's not going to happen. <laughs> so okay, so oh, can we? <laughs> so you're saying to me that Bray? It's more likely that Bray is going to go. To the ring drag versus having a a Sage Beckett as no, Sister Abigail. No, I'm not saying it's more likely. I'm saying I would enjoy it more. It would interest me more. Wow, that's good. That that just shows how far Bray Wyatt has fallen. 
everybody would have to see him go drag versus having an actual person be. That's how much they damaged him. Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't have a guy come out there and give supernatural bullshit promos every week and then just constantly lose and lose and lose. He's already lost twice to Finn. So if he, so by the way, okay, hold on. So if, 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 if he wins the third match. Then they have to have a fourth match unless, oh my God. No, it, no. This would be great. No, hold on. <laughs> unless Bray Wyatt as Sister Abigail fights Brock Lesnar. Oh, now that's a money match. That's a money match. Bray Wyatt in drag. I know you're looking for Zach. Zach's not here. Rich ain't, Rich ain't, Rich, Rick that Rich ain't gonna save you. Rick that and that'll bring us to our three count. That's the worst idea ever. Just for the record, JCB, what's our three count? I hope they do it. Oh my god! I now I want to talk about it for like another twenty minutes. <laughs> Why? What's our what's, what's our three count, asshole? We're going through. We're, Okay, for the record, that was the first shot fired. We were trying to be cool, and you called me an asshole. So there you go. But Everybody that's saying Jason's the bad guy, I was trying to be good for once. What's the three count? Three count, we're doing Enzo as the, uh, once again, back-to-back uh, closing down Raw segments. I'm not sure where this is going. I haven't watched 205 Live in a couple weeks. All I know is what I see on Raw. Um Kalisto comes out and apparently is going to be the next in line to... <laughs> Well, he should have been there a long time ago. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's good. No, he's he's Neville should have had a match with Kalisto a long, long time ago. Okay, whether it was six months ago, I'd when, like to see that. Yeah, uh, it's guys that you can legitimately and have seen wrestle main roster guys, but now can have a good match between the two of them. But whatever the case may be, here you go. Here's Kalisto versus Enzo. A nice little. What I'd like, what I'd like to talk about is that that's two weeks in a row that they've ended Raw with two hundred five live segments, and I think that everybody's enjoyment of Raw would be much greater if you realize that the main event is always at in Central Time, nine o'clock, ten o'clock <laughs> Eastern, and that they basically treat the last hour of Raw now because of ratings. Because that, if you watch the ratings, the third hour is always it's the a, worst a anyway. The bunch, yeah. Because they're fighting against football now, yeah, and they're sure. fighting against kids going to bed and shit like that. So if you think about the last hour of Raw as Raw's 205 Live, like SmackDown has its 205 Live, then all of a sudden it makes a lot more sense. Because they're not trying to pop the rating at 10 o'clock right. Central Time anymore. Right. What they're trying to do is pop the rating at 9, which is why they had Reigns versus Miz, Miz at 9. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, that's the only way to explain it. No, I won't say it's the only way to explain it. It's, I mean, if you want, if you wanted to have the most exposure to it, then you know why not move it up somewhere towards the middle? I just honestly, I, I don't just, think they care about exposure to it. I really don't. I think they're just trying to appeal then, to it. Then why are we talking about like YouTube? You know, um, YouTube posts or you know. This YouTube site has, you know, a million pops or whatever the case may be. Well, here's the thing. We're a couple old guys, and there's this whole other section of humans, Americans (laughs) at least, that we don't even know their viewing habits. They watch shit on YouTube. There's there's people that that have YouTube channels. Did you know this? They have YouTube channels that kids watch YouTube channels. And and I I understand And these guys have, like... 16 billion fucking views. And God bless them for it. Maybe one day we can be those guys. My question is... Nah. 
He's just a 16 we're gonna, million. We're going to be on like CBS or something. <laughs> Your mouth to God's ears. With then why make it a point to to make it five thirty weeknights? Jason Bell and Bill talking <laughs> wrestling on CBS. Get We're that take, sensor ready. <laughs> gonna be taking Scott Pelly's job. Why make it all about? social media because that's what the big thing about Enzo is we know he can't wrestle but it's all about the buzz that social media gives good or bad that's what this whole Enzo right. to me that's what it's all about and the money might not be in the advertising on the USA channel the money might be on the advertising when you promote something on Twitter or some right. shit I don't understand how it works I know that the money's not going anywhere they're still making all the money oh yeah for sure so it's happening somewhere where we can't see it it's still, to me, it's, oh, God damn, I cannot believe they had this dude as the champ. This doesn't. Oh, I don't mind Enzo as the champ. It's fine. No, it's not fine. No, he's a good heel now, too. He's I a wa- great heel. But now we're going to be, we're probably going to have Enzo as the champ probably until the calendar year. I will say, though, that they did a very, very organic heel turn on Enzo, and I was pretty impressed with it. It was a double it was a double turn. I wouldn't say Neville's a face now, but I did watch 205 Live, and I watched his promo on Kalisto, and he is straight up heel now. And he almost hasn't changed his shtick at all. Almost at all. Still comes down to, you know, bada boom, realest, oh, yeah. realest guy in the room. I'm just waiting for him to be like, my name is, uh, you know what, I'm not even going to do it for you guys, and then he's going to get huge heat. That would make sense. And it would. after a while, if you can get, and you probably will two or three title defenses from him at at like his biggest title defense. That's when you should have him. If it's Neville, have him beat Neville, whatever way you right. want to do it, and then have him come down and be like, "Yeah, you know, my name is," and then stop, and then don't do it. It would be perfect, right? And that that's enough, Enzo. Let's get to the predictions. That's going to be it for our three count. This is banned from ringside. All right, everybody, time for our 2017 Hell in a Cell predictions. We are joined now by, you know him, you love him. He's not here tonight. Nope. He was here with us in Spear for the first 30 minutes, making 69 jokes. <laughs> Keeping us apart. But right, but right now, he's in Illinois, but he's on the phone. How are you, two beers, Zach? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I am a zero beer right now. I need to change that. It's a... Uh... My boy's eighth birthday. He's my main man, so uh, he's hanging out. We just got done eating a delicious meal from a non-sponsored restaurant that I won't mention. So yeah, he's not a sponsor. You know, it's a funny, yeah. funny story about one of the first times I ever met you. We were at a funeral for our for our wives' families, and uh, your son. I didn't know who he was, but in the funeral home, there was a lamp that was kind of tipping over on a table, and he was very young at the time, and he was stomping trying to make the lamp fall over. <laughs> and I turned to you, and I barely knew you at all. I barely knew you at all. And I go, he looks like a little HBK. And you go, you watch wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? I remember that, yeah. It was at Beer's house. Yeah, that's right. That's he was. <laughs> I go, he looks like a little HBK. And I was like, man, there's no way this guy's going to know what I'm talking about. Right. He goes, yo, you you watch wrestling? And so but he, he only made my favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah, I, I did not know that. <laughs> But uh, so let's get started with the predictions. Uh, we got Engineer Rich in studio, and Engineer Rich for the first prediction. We got Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin versus the Hype Brothers. Who you got? 
Uh, let's go with the Hype Brothers. And why? Uh, because I I like that they have the word hype in their name. Oh yeah, I they're like so hype. Think of them as like the second half of like a, a, an '80s uh, hip hop crew or something. <laughs> but bo- both of them though, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the hype men. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, they're the hype brothers. All right, so uh, JCB, who you got next? No, no, no. You go first because I don't want to hear no crying. Because oh, that's yeah, right. I yeah, was going to yeah, go next. Yeah. I was going to go next. I'm going to take Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin uh, because uh, I think they're going to bury the Hype Brothers. I think it's over. Zach, go ahead. Yeah, I think the hype has died down. Speaking of hype, I posted this on the Friends of BFR Facebook page. Uh, yesterday I was watching 1998 WCW, and that Wolfpack theme song gets me so hyped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I love it. Anyway, uh, also, on the other side of that, uh, I mean, who the fuck decided to break up Jason Jordan and Chad Gable to initially give them single runs and then both partner them with, like, 40-year-old fucking dudes? Like, I don't see Chad Gable and Benjamin lasting long, but they're going to last longer than the hype bros. This is going to be the end of the hype bros. They're going to take it. It's a really good point, too, Beer. What you got, JCB? Um, as much as I want to do the hype bros on this, just just to be contrarian so I kind of can see a little bit where the contrarian point is, this is going to be Shelton and uh, Chad Gable. If At some point, you, you, like I said, if it's not going to be Brazango, if Brazango is going to be a comedy point of SmackDown, this is where you're going to have to have whoever the winner is, and we're not going to say that just yet, whoever the winner is, is going to have to face a Chad uh, Gable, Sheldon Benjamin group. Give me the, uh, I guess it's the the new All-American. And that brings us to Randy Orton versus Rusev. I'm going to take Rusev. Good man. Good man. That's what I like to hear. Fuck you guys. (laughs) I know it's going to be wrong. Rich, who you got? Randy Orton or Rusev? Uh, Let's go with St. Louis. Orton. There we go. Unless Rusev is from St. Louis, then I'll go with him. I don't know. He's from uh, Bulgaria Town, okay, no. which is right next to Dutch no, no, Town. No, 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 no. no yeah, Orton. he's not from St. Louis. Okay. <laughs> uh, JCB, who you got? Come on now. There is no way on the guy's green earth I can even. Zach predict. Pullman, who you got? Shut up, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> I got my boy Rusev. What? Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Can't wait to lose that point. Uh, come up next. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you have an explanation, Zach? Uh, not really. I'm just betting with my heart here. And every time you keep betting with your heart, I keep taking another point. All right. Uh, now we're getting into uh, Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. I'll go first. That Go ahead. This is Bobby Roode. I mean, this is start of his ascension on the way up to the title, or at least a title run of some sort. Whoever the, the ch- champion is going to be, it's it. Uh, Dolph, if you can hear me in this little spot of area I'm at, you need to go to oh, New listening. Japan. Dolph is listening. Just don't worry about it. let your contract. Not his end. fault. No, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Booking has done you dirty. Go to New Japan. You can be better than Juice Robinson. You can be going to the top of the card fairly quickly. Go to New Japan. Did you hear that, Ziggler? Uh, Engineer Rich, we got Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. Who you got? Uh, Dolph Ziggler. And why? I do not know why. Because his first name is short for Adolph? Mm, okay, the other guy. <laughs> Fucking all right, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, I'm he's kidding. got Dolph Ziggler. He's got Dolph Ziggler. 
All right, I'm going to take Bobby Roode. I can't see Ziggler winning this, but I, you know, I've been crazier things have happened. True story. Two beers, Zach. I think it's going to be a glorious evening. Uh, Bobby Roode's going to take it. Uh, although I don't necessarily think Ziggler needs to go to Japan as much as I would like to see him wrestle in a New Japan ring. Um, he's safer cashing those big WWE checks and jobbing the new talent. And I mean, if it was me personally, okay. Okay. I'd say, okay. I'd say so, there's a close to a zero percent chance that you ever see him in New Japan. Okay. I'd say can, there's can, a can we I'd say there's agree? a twenty percent chance that you see him in Ring of Honor at some time. Okay. I would have no problem with that, but his talents are being wasted in a WWE ring. No if you want to go to the ROH, knock yourself out. You could probably be in the top of the card of that too. All bullshit aside, he needs to leave and go so somewhere else. They say Dolph Ziggler said Dolph Ziggler said he's going to give everybody an entrance to remember <laughs> on Sunday night. What are the what are the what are the chances that he comes out with no music and calls himself Nick Namath or whatever his name is? It's Namath, right? Zero. What if he comes out with no music? I would love it. I would love it. Because that would be the ultimate fuck anti, you. Yeah. Anti-entrance. Yeah. Right. It, would perf- it would be perfect. It's just not going to happen. All right. Two beer. Was, Go ahead, two beer. I thought he might do the glorious entrance and just do two in a row. Uh, that, Ooh, uh, that might, that, he that, might yeah, do that yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck with everybody. It's pretty good. Uh, okay. Uh, Engineer Rich, we have AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin. Who you got? Let's go with AJ Styles. Uh, it sounds like he could be Harry Styles' brother. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> Rich misses them, you, I saw, them, I saw them pants going in one direction when he said that. <laughs> Rich misses you, Zach. He misses his uh, Harry Potter nerd he can mark out with. <laughs> uh, two beers, Zach Pullman. AJ or Baron? Uh, this time I am not betting with my heart. Uh, I really think Corbin's going to do it dirty. And uh, I think he is going to take this title to wipe away all the fucking awful shit that's happened to him. Uh, they obviously want to still keep him in a decently like upper mid-card picture. And I think AJ doesn't need a belt. I think Corbin needs the belt. I think they're going to give it to him to prop him up. All right. Hmm. I'll go next. Um, I agree. Uh, I think that Baron losing to Ty Dillinger on SmackDown is WWE booking one-on-one where they make the challenger lose so that you don't expect it going in, and then he's going to beat AJ Styles. And this is kind of like when the NXT champion loses the belt so that he rises up to a different echelon. I think that Baron Corbin takes the U.S. title, and AJ Styles goes upward to the main event picture. So I am also taking Baron Corbin, and I'm already regretting it. Go ahead, Jason. I'm going to take AJ Styles on this one. Obviously, I'm wearing the shirt, number one. That'll be going on Instagram, if on uh, BFR Pod, Instagram style. Um, we have an Instagram? Yeah, we do have an Instagram. See how much you know. Uh, honestly, I just I got to see it to believe it. Um, Baron Corbin has been g- getting buried the last few months. And until, to me, this is Jinder Mahal all over again on the, just a smaller scale. I got to see... Baron Corbin pin AJ Styles before I actually start believing the hype. Give me AJ Styles. All right. Next up, we have Natalia. Uh, Natalia Nightheart. Is that her name? Yeah. But she's just yep. Natalia. But she is Nightheart, right? Yeah. That's yep. Jesus Christ. We have Natalia versus Charlotte. What? What do you mean, what? Okay. See, this is where you need hey, to Rich, be here, Zach. Rich, we have Natalia versus Charlotte. Who you got? Uh, Charlotte. 
I don't know. I was in Charlotte, North Carolina the last a couple weeks ago. Really? Were you? I was, yeah. Oh, well, that's a great reason. Yeah, that's a perfect reason. Um, how, was, no, how was Charlotte? No, seriously, I'll bullshit his eye. How was it? Good. I liked you, it. I wasn't. I was only there for a day, but it was cool. Why don't you guys talk about this after the show? Shut Jesus your ass Christ. up. Um, <laughs> I haven't thought about this one very much, but I am seeing a Charlotte win and a Carmella cash in. Mm. JCB, what you got after that? I, I know we love. No, <laughs> I know we love good pod, so I guess this is where we're going to go south on this one. I agree with you totally. This is where I think we're going to see a Charlotte cash in, and it's not a knock against Natty Neidhart or Natalia Neidhart. Jim the Anvil Neidhart is one of the greatest fucking tag team guys on the WWE pantheon of history. You can't remember that his daughter is Natalia Neidhart? Man, anyway. Whoa. <laughs> he said they have the same ass. Yeah. I shall digress upon the ass as a black man, which is to say a lot. Yeah. It, it, this to me I makes. I check out Nightheart's ass. <laughs> you do that. Jim I watch the it. Anvil. Right. Is that why they called him the Anvil? <laughs> no, all bullshit aside, Charlotte is going to win. And then at some point, if it's not at the pay-per-view it'll be some sub- subsequently down the line somewhere this is where you're going to zach, have zach who you got in. natty or charlotte um i've got charlotte i think uh she'd have had an honor by now if uh rick's health hadn't uh, gone south so i think natty was more of a placeholder uh which is not a bad thing i mean she's very talented and no. um i just think that uh charlotte's gonna take it because that's the plan. All right, so we got three big ones coming up. The three big ones. We should probably do this at the beginning so we can spend less time talking about the hype bros and more time talking about these ones. But true story. You know, this is a work in progress, everybody. So we have the New Day versus the Usos Hell in a Cell match for the tag team championships. Rich, do you have do you have the Usos or the New Day? Uh, Usos. I have no explanation for this one. That's uh, nobody else is going to have one either. Uh, I am going to take the new day because <laughs> that just pays you to say that, doesn't it? Well, I'm going to take the new day just because it's a blow off. They've been feuding for about five months, and then feuds should end with the baby faces winning. So it, it's the new day. I don't know who's going to fight him next, though. Um, what is the thing? I, I'm thinking the exact same way you are. Uh, for one reason, like you said, uh, I feel like this is going to be the match of the night, and I feel like the baby face. Ma- I agree. Take it. And so who are you taking? I New Day, because I can't see who the Usos would feud with. I can see a lot of New Day feuds, like more, maybe not a lot, but I can see more New Day feuds than Uso feuds. JCB, who you got? I agree this should be the match of the night. Uh, we were watching war games uh, before we got to the the studio. And if this if that war games era would happen right now, this would be the perfect way to end this feud. Blood everywhere. Everybody's just, you know, working each other over. Nonetheless, I agree with everybody. Well, everybody, but this guy over here to my right being rich. Um, I really think this is going to be the new day. It's more options with the new day winning versus them not winning. All right, Rich, we have Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke 
Nakamura for the WWE title. Who do you have? Um, let's go. By the way, I'm glad I chose the opposite of everybody else. The last round, I'm glad that I went with that. So yeah, good. Uh, I'm glad you did too. Let's go with uh, Nak- Is it Nakamura? Nakamura. Yeah, Nakamura, because he obviously knows like karate and stuff like that. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Actually, it's it's short for Nakamura Steen. He's he's a Jewish guy from uh, Queens. But uh yeah. Casey Bean has got a hot wire car too. I don't know who to take in this one. I'm torn on it. Uh, oh, I think I think if I picked uh, AJ Styles to lose, then I should probably pick mm-hmm. Nakamura to mm-hmm. win, so we can have mm-hmm. AJ Styles versus Nakamura. Keep talking. I can't Keep see talking. them keeping it on gender. Like the the, Keep ex- talking. the experiment is over. He's not good. I'm sorry. He's just not good. I was all for the experiment at the beginning. Now I'm not for it anymore. I'm taking Jinder Mahal. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I'm all for gender equality. <laughs> we had a long conversation about gender equality. We'll get we'll get into it later, Zach. Uh, JCB, you got Nakamura or Jinder Mahal. This is the one that's probably given me the most uh, back and forth thought process on this. If gender wins, he wins because he's going into India as this tour guide. If Nakamura wins, it's he wins because gender hasn't done what he's supposed to do, and we're setting up for a Nakamura AJ Styles WrestleMania match. Oh, I'm going can, to... Can I change mine? Nope. You already wrote it down. All right. I am going to stick to what I have thought for a long, long time, and we're going to have to grind through this. Give me Jinder Mahal to win the title. Oh, shit. So you agreed with me? Yeah. He's going to go into India as the champion. Can I change mine? Yeah, if you want. No, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Zach, can I change mine? I don't want to be the decider. That sounds... I think you're Rich, Rich. Rich, get in here. Can I change mine? Um, it, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> you stuck, motherfucker. You stuck with me on the All right, event. Zach, Zach Bowman, who you got? <laughs> Man, as much as you wanted to change yours, I, I thought about this one a lot, too. Um, I, you know... I, I just have no idea. I think that at least Gender has more people to feud with. Also, he's only feuded with a couple guys, even though it seems like the title run has been long. I mean, I compare it to like the Donald Trump presidency. I feel like it's been like four fucking years already, and it's been like eight months. Uh, it's has the it same way been eight months yet? <laughs> yeah, and I hate both of those things. So uh, the whole thing is just absolutely ridiculous. But I'm going to have to take Gender. Um, Wow. wow. That surprises me. Oh, that God. surprises me that the th- I, I hope that Rich is right here. I want to switch mine. For the record, I want to switch okay, mine. So for the record, you want to switch yours. And for the record, I can. it would do more harm for Shinsuke to lose versus gender to win. Go ahead. But I won't because Rich was the yeah, he's impartial the arbiter. No, he's and he said, decider. no, Rich is the boss. Yep. All right, so last and not least, <laughs> certainly the, the match that I'm very, very, very excited for. We have Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. Rich, who you got? Well, first of all, if you think I'm not going to, like, cut that Rich is the boss. <laughs> oh, and just <laughs> set it put as, it as, everywhere. Like my ringtone. <laughs> yeah, and everything. that's yeah. good. That's good. Uh, what, was, what was the match? Uh, <laughs> Shane McMahon versus Kevin Owens. Uh, McMahon, McMahon. All right, so Rich is taking Shane. I am going to take 
KO, and I'm going to take KO via shenanigans, and it's going to be shenanigans either involving Triple H or Sami Zayn. I think we might see a Sami Zayn heel turn. I think we might see a Triple oh, H. Wow. Like I think I think we're moving towards either Shane Triple H at WrestleMania or uh, Triple H KO at WrestleMania. It's going to be Which one of the Shane- two. Would Shane Triple H be like fighting for custody of Stephanie? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would hope he'd be fighting for the number one spot in the company. All right, two beers, Zach. Who you got? Um, I got to go to KO. I just uh, don't think they've built him up uh, to this point uh, to have him lose to Shane. Um, I don't even think that there needs to be shenanigans. The like dead look on KO's face that he's mm. had after he's done these like. He's the best. Crazy yeah. He's I mean, the best. He's so fucking good, and I think that he's going to get real violent, and I think we all expect Shane to do something crazy, like a big spot, yep. and I think Leo's just going to do something really violent. Well, and I mean, them having the, them having it be in false count anywhere, just it's just telegraphing to the audience that, hey, this is not going to stay in the cell, Hell no. which is the whole point of the cell, so why just get rid of the fucking cell? <laughs> it's going to be like Kevin Sullivan and Chris Benoit in like 1996 WCW, whenever they were like... You have been watching the, the network. Yeah, in the bathrooms, like in the men's rooms, just like beating the shit out of each other with hand dryers, and it's going to be... It's going to be fun. JCB, who you got? I'll, I'll be quick. Um, this is going to be KO. I honestly think this is the end game is somewhere, I guess, WrestleMania, KO, Triple H. If not, Royal Rumble, KO, Triple H. Um, you you can't have Kevin Owens lose to Shane McMahon at this point. I, I love Shane. It's going to be a spot fest match from start to finish, but ultimately... This should be KO winning so that we can start building him up back to the main event. All right. Good. Well, I mean, fighting Shane is the main event. Well, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with that, but I mean, fighting for the title. All right. That's going to do it for our predictions. Hey, uh, Two Beer Zach, uh, thanks for hanging out tonight. Tell Dexter from the band from Ringside Family that we said happy birthday. Get home safe. Absolutely. Tell everybody else we said Thank what's you. up. Yep, thanks for letting me call in and do my predictions. I will uh, talk to you guys soon. We'll see you next week. I think next week we're going to do our six-month-out WrestleMania match predictions, and we're going to reach out to Friends of BFR on Facebook, Band from Ringside Podcast on Facebook, at BFR Pod, at BFR JCB, at BFR Zach with an H, and at BFR Bill. Hey, Zach, we missed you. Can't wait to see you next week. All right, cheers, guys. Thanks. See you. This is Band from Ringside. All right, so guys, before we're gone, we're going to take some questions. Uh, question from friend of the show, John F. Lemonade. Shane McMahon, why? I'll hang up and listen. I like that. <laughs> it's it's ultimately because we need to get KO back over. And, and Shane McMahon gets guys over. And Without question. One of the biggest matches that I thought I didn't want to see last year at WrestleMania was Shane and AJ, and that was probably arguably one of the best matches we saw all night, and that came early. I agree. It was the first match of the night. I agree, and I understand that I'd rather have wrestlers... Um, Stick I'd rather with have, wrestlers. I, I mean, I'd rather have Sami Zayn in a spot like this, but yeah, but, it, but WWE gets guys over and gets guys overs in, in different ways. Weird they, ways, but yeah, this they, is just the way he's going to go about it. So. But I agree with you, John Lemonade. Shane McMahon is not the guy I'd like to see fight 
usually. Uh, Justin Sampson says Lance Russell. I don't know that much about Lance Russell. I know he's a Memphis play-by-play guy. I know he's a Mid-South huge baby face. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he would be the uh, the Jim Ross, the, I guess, uh, I'm trying to think for somebody that, I guess. Gorilla Monsoon. Jim, yeah, he would be the Gorilla Monsoon, the Jim Ross. Yeah. He would be the, the lead baby face commentator for a two-man booth. I, I, I don't really remember Lance Russell a lot because that was more like Mid-South. But rest in peace, Rest though. in peace, Lance Russell. 94, he pretty good run uh tony doe friend of the show says remember when dustin rose was the natural uh i don't <laughs> funny part about it is we were watching uh war games was before. he the natural then? yeah he was the natural at that point so we were watching war games 92 before we came in tonight because i i admit that jason i'd never seen a war games match before <laughs> and, trust me he's and not there's a rumor mistake. that there's a war games match coming it, up on there's NXT. no rumor it's going to happen it's going to happen. War Games is still such a stupid idea. Well, I mean, it's just it's, so dumb. It's, it's Survivor but Dustin Series. Dustin Rhodes is huge. He's, I mean, literally, if, if you don't, if you can't remember who Barry Wyndham was, Barry Wyndham was a tall drink of water. D- Dustin Rhodes is just as tall, but just more beefy. Friend of the show, Samir Masalam says, Samir. Who, who would your ideal champions for each title be and why? And what feuds are you hoping to see over the next year? I would say that I'm hoping to see a heel Ambrose versus a face anybody. I would like to see a heel Ambrose versus a face Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. That would be fun to me. In terms of champions, um, I would like Owens to be WWE champion. I would like Owens to be universal champion. I would like Owens to be uh, U.S. champion. No, sorry, Samir. I'm not not trying to share in your question. Uh, no, I think Sami Zayn should be holding the champ. Sami Zayn should be somewhere in some sort of title picture. Yeah, I think he it's should a be joke a that he's guy not. For sure. at, uh, at some point, it, it needs to happen. I like Charlotte as the women's champion. Yeah. Uh, on one of the, and I like Asuka as yeah. the other women's champion. Um, I like having the belt on Brock Lesnar. I wish he showed up more. It doesn't look like he's going to have a TLC match. Oh, no, no. That is totally beneath Brock, Brock Lesnar. Um, Survivor Series is probably the next best guess. If not, that'll be uh, Royal Rumble. Finn Bauer probably be his opponent. Um, guys that want to be champion, Samoa Joe is. You know, nice and quiet by his absence. Fuck I would, yeah. I would come love to see Samoa Joe to come back and wreck havoc. You know, beat. You know, yes. uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns beats him. Roman Reigns goes and defends the title against Brock Lesnar. Ultimately, like I said, that's going to be the end game on that. But Samoa Joe is the big guy that I want to see come back, and he's not come back yet. And my friend uh, Cameron Mangle. Says Bill was Bill Krieg the worst wrestling na- nickname you ever had. Now this is a true story. So I used to watch wrestling. I used to, sorry, Richard, for running late. Uh, my friend Cameron Mingle, who used to watch wrestling with all the time in Columbia. I hadn't watched wrestling since I was a kid, and it was my sophomore year, or I was no, I'm sorry, it was second semester freshman year in college, and I met my friend Dive Lynn, Dive Lynn from Australia. And he goes, have him on the show. I had a class with him, and he goes, uh, hey, you want to come over Monday night and watch watch Nitro with my buddies? And I was like, what's Nitro? <laughs> I had no idea. No, I, I, I could totally understand this that. This is, uh, I guess this is like January 1999. He's like, oh, it's wrestling. We drink Mickey's and smoke weed. I was like, oh, well, I, it was just a way for <laughs> me to make, it was just a way to, for me to make friends with guys. 
So it was Cameron was over there, and his name was Cam. Everybody had wrestling names. His name was Cam, Cam Bigelow. Mm. There was Justin Wiles, who was over there, and he was from Jamesport, Missouri, and we called him the Jamesport Inferno. <laughs> uh, my friend Tyler was over there, and we called him Tycosis because Psychosis Tycosis, was there. Yeah. And I was Bill Krieg. Oh, that's and, brutal. And God, that's brutal. <laughs> but what else? So what else would you call me, though, besides Bill Creek? Uh, okay. Clearly, that n- nickname came at the end of the night because everybody tried to throw some shit out. It didn't work. So now it's like Brill Creek. We yeah. drank a lot of the Mickeys, though. We'd, oh, always, shit. we'd always show up at like 730. We'd be like, what's the main event? Oh, it's Goldberg. Oh, we'd be so psyched that's for that Goldberg. That's that Mark Wicker talking to you that, that is destroying your creative So process. to answer your question, Cam Cam Bigelow, no, Bill Creek <laughs> is the best wrestling nickname I ever had. <laughs> Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in tonight. We know there's a lot of other podcasts. We appreciate you listening to ours. Uh, for Shock City Studios. Check. For Engineer Rich. Check. For Chris Denman. Check. For Soul Taco. Check. For Free Play Media. Check. For Two Beards, a.k.a. Cactus Zach. Check. Check. For my man, my motherfucking bad. What, what was your nickname tonight? <laughs> Hey, Fabe in Toyland. Yeah, my man Bill. <laughs> Check. I'm JCB. We're going to wrap it up tonight. Everybody, we'll see you next week. And yes, please be heels. Rabbit fever, middle of the night. I'm a believer, down for a fight. Get home from work and sports some cool gummy sweats. It's an experience you want to forget. Cause when we get up and go And when we lose all control We're banned from ringside